the questions for today ryan how was your day how was it's your a, week been pretty good i actually been re-watching the fucking hobbit and uh a lot of middle earth stuff i mean it feels good to come back and revisit it uh, amazon's doing a new series i'm really excited about that not because of amazon but because i like lord of the rings hmm interesting and, and amar how's your week been have you been making lots of hummus uh, lots of hummus and uh, lots of me sitting in the corner of my room in complete darkness, uh, crying. But other than that, everything's good. No? Oh, okay. <laughs> don't worry. That's that's unusual for me. So uh, yeah, we all have experience with that. Yeah, I uh, actually record the crying and play it back to myself so I can remember what it feels like to have feelings when I go to that's my very soulless. Mentally, you have a lot to talk about. Fucking... Today. It's going to be a really good episode. Oh yeah, we've got three good articles, but. I was hoping to talk about those F-35 planes. Are you guys ready to hear about these planes? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, how much did we spend on those? $1.7 trillion. Holy shit. That's a lot of money. Well, that That's is... stimulus-level money. Like... <laughs> that, is, that is college student loan debt money. That, that, I mean, one it's point stimulus for the debt. military-industrial complex. It, well, it definitely is. But you think about $1.7 trillion, that could basically pay off all the student loans for... Uh, Everybody. Literally Absolutely, everybody. Everybody. No, yeah. no, no, no. We need it for planes that don't work. Yeah, apparently, you know. So oh, wait, wait, hold on. Maybe, maybe the planes do work, and we're just saying that to trick the Chinese into doing something, and then we whip out our new planes. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you guys see this thing about Doctor Seuss though and Lolo Bunny? There's really? A, yeah, there's been a lot of news about that. I know. I know we're desperate to get into the F thirty five stuff, but. Um, there's been this huge scandal on Fox News, which basically says the liberals are coming after Dr. Seuss. And at the same time, you have a parallel scandal happening where I think they're remaking Space Jam, but they're desexifying uh, Lolo Bunny. Like, what are your thoughts about this, guys? I'm very upset about the Lolo Bunny thing. Um, I just want to <laughs> listen. I just want to be clear. She was my childhood crush. You know, I, I think a lot of people. That's yeah. that's, that's our introduction to furry um, porn. I'm exactly. I am extremely upset. Extremely upset. I'm boycotting Disney or whoever's making it. <laughs> I know. I'm. That's I what it's Warner Brothers, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah and, whatever. Boycott. <laughs> you're just gonna boycott Disney. <laughs> you're like, fuck you. Where's my Lala buddy? You pieces of shit. They're like, no, no, that's a totally different company. Like, no, you own everything. You own Star Wars. You own Marvel. You own Lala Bunny. Oh, shit. <laughs> Sir, this is a Wendy's. Either give your order or get the hell out. It's a uh, typical, it's, typical Omar shouting at the wrong. Like, it's like showing up to Wendy's and complaining about the Big Mac. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I just like, can't imagine how many fast food workers have to listen to someone be like, "Can you believe what they're doing to Doctor Seuss?" And it's like, <laughs> "Sir, this is this is one of three jobs I have. I make <laughs> minimum wage." Yeah, order your I, fucking food take your chicken sandwich and leave you know what's funny about you saying that uh, you see now that's why the scandal is extremely important okay because in the midst of texans freezing in the midst of millions of americans being unemployed can't can't afford to fucking eat the minimum wage not being uh increased our social store- fabric is Tearing itself apart, yeah. And, and, and the conservatives are spending their time taking big stances on Dr. Seuss. 
Okay. Oh yeah. This this is the hell. You know what my favorite part about this? So so just to briefly explain, basically there are six books that the publisher has decided they will no longer print um, for because there's some racially there's some racist shit in it, I guess. Yeah. To say it very <laughs> yeah. <real>. Some, <laughs> yeah. So, um, give it to him, Ryan. Give it to him, Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. So, what's what's funny about this though is I love how a private company, a publisher, deciding on their own independent to no longer print or publish in a book is evidence of a communist secret agenda. Yeah, and, and and everything he says is correct. And let's be let's be fair. Uh, the conservatives on Fox News are basically acting as if every single Doctor Seuss book is being banned, not just the oh, most. Oh, I know. Ones. They're not going to show you that because then people go like, "Oh, that makes sense," you know. But that that's what's interesting is I I watched some you know I I like hurting myself and, and yeah. doing self pain so I watch Ben Shapiro very oh often God. you oh know God. smart guy great guy have you guys ever heard of him regardless anyways he uh, <laughs> <laughs> he um he is talking endlessly about Doctor Seuss he's like talking super fast like you know yeah. first first they 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 do a war on Christmas and now 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 they they want to take our children's books this is this is the future that left communism yeah, yeah communism. You know, you can see him foaming in the mouth, you know, just 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 fucking salivating talking about this because they don't want to talk about real issues. What they really do is want to create they want to do, war. Yeah, the stupid culture war shit. They want to basically say, okay, so what's happening basically is that they're just trying to create a culture war. I mean, culture war is a very powerful tool, right? Because it basically says... We own this culture. Other people don't have a say on how it should be depicted. And listen, people are very sensitive about culture. Dr. Seuss is a childhood book for a lot of fucking Americans. So the idea that some people are trying to um, change it affects a lot of people. But they're doing it because they know this is this is what they want people to fight on, right? They want people to really give a shit about Dr. Seuss. They want people to really give a shit about... They um, want people to be like, gosh darn it, I want a really harmful stereotype of Asian Americans in my children's books. And, 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 and you know what happened? And you know what happened with Dr. Seuss? It's now like number one bestseller list, right? Uh, because everybody's running out and buying Dr. Seuss books to own the fucking libs. You see, this is like the new marketing, basically in the modern age. Just- I know, they totally did that for that reason. They're like, man. I, I, I also think they probably want to buy the books because they think they're all about to be banned and they're panicking. I know the the thing that they keep focusing on is green eggs and ham, as if mm. that's the book being yeah, but no see, longer going to be published. That's probably, what you should probably. bring up. It's much smarter to bring that up, and everybody would agree that that's like what what's wrong with that? They don't want to show you the, they don't want to show you the ugly pictures in the other books. Okay, that actually did piss off people. But you see, this is the marketing in the modern age. It's no longer buy this product because of whatever. It's Buy this product to own the libs or own the fucking bigots. You know, go yeah. watch. Go watch fucking. Uh, actually, uh, buying these, but actually buying these things does both. You both own the libs and show the bigots who's boss. Yeah, it's just bullshit like that. It's like uh, the and Mikey, it does seem like right? this is very much like a marketing uh, strategy. The fact it that is. they publish it that like, if it they works. if they just quietly stop publishing the six books, nothing would have happened. Yeah, yeah, and th- why would you want to do that? Make a big fucking stink about it. Like, you talk about Lullabunny, right? Like, show everybody, look, we're doing this thing. It's going to piss off half the population and and make the other half of the population go like, yeah, this isn't this, you know, maybe my life sucks. Maybe nothing is working out, but at least Lullabunny's tits are covered. 
Yeah, at least they're not no longer to sexualize, you know, children's. Uh, but okay, that Lola Bunny thing though, I feel like we're jumping around. But it's I feel strongly about that. Let's let's just be real. Listen, I want to be clear. I'm pissed off about the Lola Bunny. Well, thing. that's I'm what, not, and I'm not, and I'm not on the right. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, no, you, you, well, listen, you can be on the left and be pissed off about Lola listen, Bunny. Let's I am make not, that very clear. I am not. I am not saying. Okay, so I'm not saying here whether people should or shouldn't be pissed off. I'm just saying that how the media uses this manipulatively. To make us feel like we're actually getting change in society, even though nothing is really changing. Okay, we're just supposed to be getting constantly uh, pissed off about the kind of like the Aunt, Aunt Jemima thing. Like, yeah, I get it's what you're just, saying. It's whatever, it's whatever. Like, it's, it's or the Lando Lakes, or Nike, or or any other fuck, or the, the Ghostbusters movie. It's just or the potato. Hold on, the potato is the, the most potato. important. One. The potato. It's Why a potato. You mentioned the potato. So, oh yes, Mr. Potato Head. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's just a potato. So I just found that one to be so silly. It's like, the left is canceling gender. They're getting rid of Mr. Potato Head. It's like, it's a potato. You know, it's a potato. It doesn't have it doesn't have a gender, you know? It's just a potato. No, no, potatoes don't have genders. Okay, 100%. Because genders don't that's have all, That's not very woke of you, Ryan. No, I don't know if you can say that. I'm 100% sure. I've fallen in love with a potato. Before. A ground tumor does not have a gender, okay? I don't care what anybody says. Cancel me. I don't give a shit. Don't you dare call a potato a ground tumor. <laughs> it is a ground tumor. That's, That's what it beautiful. is. Listen. I love, I love have potatoes. you seen the curves on potatoes? I love potatoes. Okay. Oh my goodness. Amar such a horny man. You guys are maybe drooling over Lola Bunny when you were kids. I was drooling uh, over Miss Potato. Okay. Well, okay. So, oh wait, I just have one point I want to get out is Lola Bunny. So I get... I think I don't understand their point so much because I guess it's like not sexualizing women at such a young age. And I guess that is that's harmful to female, you know, girl, little girls development. And that's what's weird, though, is like I like horny stuff, but I I don't know. I'm strong. Like I miss Lola, Lola Bunny and I like it, that Lola Bunny about, was thick. I, I think I think I think the problem is, OK, what the only thing that's happening in our society is a period is populations of our country. That were marginalized in the past, who had no power, who had no uh, economic power, they couldn't consume anything because they've been pushed down, are finally getting into a position of society where they can start purchasing stuff. And because, like any other any other group, they want the stuff to be sensitive to their needs, right? So they're making demands. They want stuff that doesn't offend them to be the things they're buying, like any other time. It used to just be mostly white people in this country that had all the purchasing power. So every single uh, commodity had to reflect their uh ide ideology now we have uh, minorities and women and you know everybody else who are finally getting some money in power and they're trying to have their commodities reflected with them too this is this is basically a period of iconoclasm we're going through if anybody iconoclasm is the destruction of idols that happened in the byzantine empire where one group a new group came, started coming into the power and they started destroying all the idols of the previous group right so they can because they found them off morally offensive and that's what's kind of what's happening right now. The, the new groups are like, okay, we don't want these Confederate statues because that's fucking offensive. We don't want all these racist shit to be in society because we find it offensive. And they have every right to make that that argument. But what, but what cynically is happening here is that the fucking ruling class, okay, is trying to make this the only thing we fight about. They basically say, pay more attention to these cultural wars, which ultimately don't really shape you as an individual, your outcomes, your money, your... Your relationship to power, your say over anything, they just don't do anything. Don't, do not pay attention to the 
failing uh, electricity grid in yeah. Texas. Don't pay attention to the privatization of many of our services. Don't pay attention to the minimum wage having been low for such a long time. Don't pay attention to all the homeless and unemployed people. Yes. Focus so guys, that's, on that's, that's all fine and dandy, and I agree with everything you're saying. But Lola Bunny is the fucking hill I'm willing to die on. I understand. You <laughs> I know. You have this this fetish for for you're a little bit of a furry, okay? I'm gonna oust you a little bit. Let's, let, yeah, I mean let's it's just nothing, let's, just, let's just put it out there. Let's just put it out there. You, you have to sure. you get yours any way you want it, okay, brother? 100, 100%. It, it does not matter. Okay. 100%. But but that's the thing, right? We're supposed to constantly be fighting over these cultural wars and ignoring all the distributions of power. That's why Fox News is not stupid by doing this, okay? They're intentionally doing this because they know they, they, they've been doing this. This is like Tucker Carlson's specialty, where like the world is falling apart, and he'll talk about like fucking gay windmills or whatever. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. I, I, I have a thought, <laughs> guys. I just had a brain blast. I just had a huge, big brain moment. Oh my god! What if this is just the right's reaction to Trump no longer being office? So instead of them being like, "Oh, the left's attacking Trump, let's defend him," it's like, "Fuck, what are we gonna do, guys? People are no longer watching our channels." Okay, we need to make them think the left is canceling potatoes and canceling Dr. Seuss and, and canceling, canceling bunnies, hamburgers, you know, and hamburgers. Yeah, all the, it's just it's exactly yeah, it is exactly that. The and and I love it too because sometimes the source for these like culture war stuff is like uh, communist girl sixty nine sixty nine tweeted, <laughs> yeah. get rid of or looking as sexy as possible, and they go like just drooling over her, like ooh, them communists are coming after her stuff. You yeah, know? there is a secret love hate relationship. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like every time they like look, they used to have these videos on Fox News a couple of years ago. Would be like, can you believe how the young skanks are being dressed are being dressed going out now? And they would just show you videos. Of girls dancing very seductively in this, ooh, you dirty fucking girl! Like, <laughs> yeah, oh my god! <laughs> no, seriously. I know. Do. Well, I mean, the hate for AOC is also yeah. similar, where they're like, "Look at AOC and her curvaceous body, and how yeah, she wants so to fuckable." Yeah. Uh, no, <laughs> and then and then it's like, uh, you know, all right, Hannity, please keep it together. You know, yeah. you're <laughs> keep talking about the that would be raising a bit. You know, while he's doing that, but it's it's always been it's always been the fucking case. Especially with AOC, I was listening to this really. I know bad they're podcast. so horny for. I was listening to this really bad podcast, and nobody should listen to it because you should only be listening to hours. Where it was a New York Times debate show, and there's a conservative and liberal debating over AOC, and the conservative keeps going, "Yeah, but AOC is so fucking hot. I mean, I wish we had her on our side. She's just so so attractive. I mean, she's so." He kept saying that like. 20 minutes into the conversation and it was just like off-putting it's like i mean okay i'm gonna that's quite I'm gonna, creepy it is very I mean, creepy i'm gonna say some real shit i think yeah. to some degree to many conservatives women don't actually serve any other purpose than to look good there i said it i'm sorry no i think that's true i mean there's a reason why fox news used to just put people used to put women in on uh the fox news blonde conservatives they're like yeah. and then they got the leg cam too yeah yeah exactly exactly there's a lot there's a lot there anthony there's there's a big they're like it's not brain. just fat it's not just fat sweaty hairy fucking obese uh wealthy men that are trying to get you to vote conservative it's also look at all these hot young blonde women that also love yeah their and country. they agree with you maybe they'll let you sleep with them if you fucking yeah. agree with them. Yeah, maybe well, it's, like, it's, like, it's like in college, you know, uh, you have these like really well-meaning, good, uh, really attractive Christian girls that would come up to you 
and say, hey, you're so hot, I should date you, but you should come to church with me on Sunday, you know, so we get to know each other a little better. And then they would try to like honeypot you into going to church with them because they think you think you're going to get a chance to date them, you know. So it's, it's a, I, I I know to some I don't know if it's conscious, but yeah. like to some degree, some of my friend I I don't know if you guys go to school in the West Coast, yeah. you might encounter some young Mormon studs, studs and studettes who will okay. be like, "Hey, come on, this Mormon religion is so great. You're so fun. Why don't you just come along and go to the church?" Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I have a story from one of my friends who uh, was talking about how uh, they were hanging out with these two young uh, Mormon ladies, and yeah. they were basically talking to the friend, saying, "Like, you know, we would love to date you. It's just yeah. that you're not Mormon." Yeah, and they literally said that. That's why. Yeah. I, that's why it's funny. Yeah, it's, it's like I'm Mormon for you, baby. It's yeah. a real thing because you know, like you know, it works. And there's a lot of reasons why having a very attractive woman on Fox News just say all your, all your gross opinions back to you works for people. Listen, have you seen the Fox uh, sports reporters? No, like the ones that show up like for like the NASCAR or football, whatever, like in any sport. Yo, they're always like fucking fine as fuck it's unbelievable it's like it's so on purpose it's so oh on purpose God. yeah of course of course even if it's not politics like the whole fox yeah it's, empire, it's very manipulative yeah the whole fox media empire it just moves oh fox hot women but, equals good but my, my final well, I mean, there is okay you know how there's i do want to say one thing about dr susan lullabunny before we wrap this up um, wait, wait, wait. I, I wanted to point okay. out that there is white privilege and there is uh male privilege uh-huh. there's also hot privilege of course, like obviously, and I don't know how we're gonna yeah, like I mean, white I, and male privilege about that. I, I mean, I, I wish I did. That that's a privilege I would love to have. Right? <laughs> well, I have it. I have oh, it. Okay. okay. I, oh, me and my big gut. Right, you're a sexy beast. <laughs> I'm a sexy beast. Okay. So, oh, there, there you go. So let's let's go to. I, I do want to. I do. Okay. Uh, I, I have a hose, Amar. I'm going to hose you down. Okay, I'm going to hose you down. I know. We need to put send him the horny jam. He's going to hose this episode. He's, he's yeah. Be thirsty. He's just, yeah. He's just going to go to horny jail. Go to horny jail, Amar. Bonk. Amar, bonk, bonk. Oh, boy, he's just thirsty, man. He's been trapped indoors. He needs... <laughs> he, 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 <laughs> let me let me get this point out okay i think every single society and every elite throughout history after people would get pent up because nothing's working their way they're paying too much taxes they're being raided too much the elites would basically be like go out and burn witches go out and like you know uh, kill a minority or go out and like destroy idols you know anything to get the uh, to get your freak on and that's kind of like like the purge right this is a kind of purge in that nothing is really working out for the majority of Americans right now so you can purge and feel empowered by destroying idols and our idols today are basically our culture that's our religion so removing titties in video games removing ass and ass effect removing uh lola buddy's midriff okay uh it's getting rid of a um, mr or mrs potato gender this is what feels like empowerment for a lot of people who are not getting anything from our government our leads are being like purge purge my my fellow citizens feel like you have power and it's bullshit what we're um you know it's just, that's my take basically does that make sense am i making yeah yeah you make tons okay. of sense no, no no of course i mean I, I had said that you basically are just copying my take from oh, before okay. but regardless um, okay. <laughs> but it, it, it's because they we've mentioned this before they don't want you to focus on the economics 
They're like, yeah. don't focus on the money bag. Just focus on all the bullshit that doesn't cost us anything. Yes. Okay, we'll give you our we'll give you the gender neutral potatoes. We will give you the gender neutral uh, Barbie dolls with no uh, wieners, and we will give you hello. We will give you the non racist Doctor Seuss books. Uh huh. Yeah. That, you, fuck you and fuck healthcare. You know. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Don't you. Oh, there we yes. go. Yes. Hey. So, so like, I was like, yo, Ryan, I agree with everything you're saying, Anthony, as well. I also think this extends to how Trump kind of like came into power by blaming the economic woes of America onto Mexicans and minorities and other people. Instead of like going like, hey, I'm one of the people who's fucking you economically. People like me, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's kind of the same thing. You blame, you know, you shift the blame of what's really happening. Yeah, exactly. On, well, even though... Even though Trump is different because he did blame, he was like, "Oh, it's the swamp, the elite." Like he did kind of put some. Yeah, he, he said it's the Mexican and it's the elites. He said it's the Mexican communist Muslims working with the elites, you know, all together that are trying to come after you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think this is a good time. Let's uh, let's talk about that F thirty five jet. We uh, where your money is really what you really should be pissed off and where your money really is going, yeah. right? So, gentlemen, read the are you ready? Anthony? Okay, <clears throat> let me get into my la 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 la. This country is spending 1.7 trillion on planes that don't work. This is an article in Esquire by Charles P. Pierce. It's been a while since we've checked in with our old friend, the F-35 Next Generation Strike Fighter, aka the Flying Swiss Army Knife. Fortunately, David Axe at Forbes has been on the case and will let him deliver the punchline. I beat a punchline decades in the making. But over 20 years of R&D and lightweight replacement fighter got heavier and more expensive as the, the Air Force and lead contractor Lockheed Martin packed in with more and more new technology. Yes, we're talking about the F-35. The 25-ton the stealth warplane has become the very problem it was supposed to solve. And now America needs a new fighter to solve that F-35 problem. It's a very said. fuckable plane. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Uh, is anyone ever going to ask the question seriously whether this country's defense spending makes any damn sense at all and mean it? Brown's comments are a tacit admission that the F-35 has failed. As conceived in the 1990s, the program was supposed to produce thousands of fighters to displace almost all of the existing tactical warplanes in the inventories of the Air Force, Navy, and Marine Corps. But the Air Force and Lockheed baked failure into the F-35's very concept. They tried to make the F-35 do too much, said Dan Grazier, an analyst with the Project on Government Oversight in Washington, D.C. The only number that's important to remember about this lemon is 1.7 trillion, which is much of a, is how much of our money the government will have poured into this rat hole into the sky by the end. On the electric Twitter machine, former Labor Secretary Robert Reich has been good at estimating other uses for all that money. For example, for that money, we could have canceled every dime of student loan debt or a survival check of $5,135 for every living American or house every homeless American 28 times over. 
or, and this is me just spitballing here, put together a general COVID response package that is the envy of the world, or as a former Republican president once put it, in the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. The potential for disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. We must never let the weight of this combination endanger our liberties or democratic processes. We shall have nothing for granted. Only an alert and acknowledgeable citizenry can compel the proper meshing of the huge industrial and military machinery of defense with our peaceful methods and goals so that security and liberty may prosper together. I like Ike. Okay, so I think what's important about that, if I may just intercede here. Did you like that, my voices? No, it was very good. Uh, I mean, I, I'm gonna, I was going to thank you after. I, I know you, you need applause now. That's just how your personality is. <laughs> but yeah. You could have so, waited a bit. But, but my whole point is, <laughs> my whole point is, listen, that's one point two dollars is a lot of money. A lot of people are like, oh, my God, how could they have fucked up? How come that has not worked? Where, We've oh, been throwing all this money at it. What's the matter? Yeah. Don't you know money, just throwing money at problems always works, especially when it comes to military industrial. Yeah, they never make that argument for that, right? It's like, they'll yeah. say, you can't just throw money at school children. You know, that's never yeah. going to help it. But when it comes to fucking military stuff, it's like, bring on the bulldozers. Just dump it all. That Scrooge McDuck cash. But it, it, it's designed to fail on purpose, not just because... Uh, mostly because it was designed to be as expensive as possible to basically employ a lot of, uh, to basically give a lot of money to government contractors so they can just rake in trillions of dollars in government spending, right? So it's basically, what, what they basically did is just handed over $1.7 trillion of your taxpayer money, who's listening to this, and give it to a private people, okay? And just say, here's that money. Uh, you're fucking genius. Uh, you're amazing. Uh, thank you for providing for this country. And that made a lot of money for a lot of people. We could have just cut out student loans, and all of that money would have basically gone to buying houses, to buying mortgages, to buying consumer products. Probably would have created more demand in the economy and more factories for everybody because more people would have been purchasing. Right? If you cut off, if you just right now wiped out $1.7 of student loans, a lot of that money would have been gone to buying uh, other stuff. But giving it just to the hands of already rich people didn't really produce any jobs, right? I mean, are you sure, though? Uh, I mean, I feel like there's a big issue with housing all the homeless because, you know, yeah, but they don't they don't go boom and they don't fly over, you know, uh, <laughs> developing <laughs> countries and down, uh, you know, other uh, developing warplanes. Yeah, I, I think it's critical that they sh are shiny and go boom so i wonder if there's some way we could help house the homeless i think i think it's also that the reason that societally we don't help the homeless is because we want to scare the shit out of the middle class basically saying if you don't behave you'll end up like them so yeah. there's like an incentive by the by the powerful to not like to deal with this problem they're like look uh this is what happens to you when you don't listen to your boss Right. And especially some of the poor, too. You can be, you know, hate yourself working at McDonald's, being like, oh, my God, I hate serving all these people. This old like, guy we, keeps we hitting on me, yeah. and, and he's not wearing a mask, and I don't want to talk to him. Yeah. But, uh, you know, at least I'm not Johnny over there who's begging yeah. for money on the side of the road. Exactly, exactly. So I think that's, I think that's you know, more, more about it. But one point, 
seven trillion dollars. I have not. Have you? Have has anybody here heard a time when uh, Republicans or Democrats says, "Can we afford this? Is it too expensive?" Is it- <laughs> That's all, that that is hilariously even say that. That only comes down to when we're talking about like okay, when we're okay. feeding homeless children. I I don't know if we can afford all this money. I don't know if we can afford this eighty million dollars to feed homeless children. Yeah, that's a little little too much. But once, uh, but when it comes to weaponry, weaponry. I mean, there's this interesting anecdote that uh, I think we, me and you were talking about, um, or it was on another podcast uh-huh. uh, behind the bastards where he was talking about corrupt. And uh, he originally brought some the the there was some type of meeting in uh, Europe. And the Americans brought a bunch of farming equipment because they were like, oh, you know, uh, surely these people will care about growing more crops and having better agriculture. But everyone kept paying attention to the large artillery piece because that's the thing. People don't give a shit about feeding people. They like things that blow things up. Because it's cool. Yeah, because it's cool. And they play Call of Duty. That's true. (laughs) You have too many people playing Call of Duty. But but that's what a lot of government contracts are. They're just transfers of money from from you, the taxpayer, to some private person. So and there's hardly any discussion or oversight about where the money goes to. That's how the real wealth is created. Yes, contracts. Yeah, that's what you that's what you call rent seeking, right? I think we talked about this a couple of episodes ago. It's Oxford, big business. Yeah. Perfect. So, are you guys ready to talk about the? Lovely vaccine. More depressing news. Yeah, let's talk about like, the Gates Foundation. Maybe, maybe uh, all those QAnon people had a point. Yeah. So, okay. Bill Gates used to be kind of a shitty person, and I used to think that oh, surely he has a charity, so he's no longer shitty. Well, let me give this article a read, and you tell me. They pledged to donate rights to their COVID vaccine, then sold them to pharma. This is an article from khn.org written by Jay Hancock. Which I think no. it's Kaiser, I think it's the Kaiser Pharmaceuticals companies like Kaiser uh, Health News. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kaiser Pharmaceuticals. Oops. Sorry about that. <laughs> so <clears throat> in a business driven by profit, vaccines have a problem. They're not very profitable, at least not without government subsidies. Pharma companies favor expensive medicines that must be taken repeatedly and generate revenue for years or decades. I.e. Viagra. Vaccines are only often only given once or twice in many parts of the world. Established vaccines cost a few dollars per dose or less. Last year, only four companies were making vaccines for the U.S. market, down from more than 20 in the 1970s. As recently as February 11th, Dr. Anthony Fauci, the government's top infectious disease expert, if you haven't learned that by now, complained that no major drug company has committed to step up to make a coronavirus vaccine, calling the situation very difficult and frustrating. Oxford University surprised and pleased advocates of overhauling the vaccine business in April by promising to donate the rights to its promising coronavirus vaccine to any drug maker. The idea was to provide medicines preventing or treating COVID-19 at a low cost or free of charge, the British University said. That made sense to people seeking change. The coronavirus was raging, 
Many agreed that traditional vaccine development, characterized by long lead times, manufacturing monopolies, and weak investment, was broken. We actually thought they were going to do that, James Love, Director of Knowledge Ecology International, a nonprofit that works to expand access to medical technology, said of Oxford's pledge. Why wouldn't people agree to let everyone have access to the vaccines possible? A few weeks later, Oxford, urged only by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, reversed course. It signed an exclusive vaccine deal with AstraZeneca that gave pharmaceutical giants sole rights and no guarantee of low prices. With the less publicized potential for Oxford to eventually make millions from the deal and win plenty of prestige. Other companies working on coronavirus vaccines have followed the same line, collecting billions in government grants, hoarding patents, revealing as little as possible about their deals, and planning to charge up to $37 a dose for potentially hundreds of millions of shots. Even as governments shower money on an industry that has not made vaccines a priority in the past, critics say, failure to alter the basic model means drug industry executives and their shareholders will get rich with no assurance that future vaccines will be inexpensively available to all. If there were ever an opportunity to change the economics of vaccine development, this would have been it, said Amit Sarpatawari. I'm so sorry for that name pronunciation, an epidemiologist and lawyer at Harvard Medical School who studies drug pricing regulation. Instead, it is business as usual, where the manufacturers are getting exclusive rights and we are hoping on the basis of public sentiment that they will price their products responsibly. And there you have it. So basically what happened... So fuck Bill yeah, Gates. So fucked up. It is, it is extremely fucked up. It, it's just showing you what's the problem with capitalism, right? Is that if you, if you rely on the goodwill of corporations to do the right thing... <laughs> they won't. They won't. They just will not. They'll be like, they'll be like okay, saving the world from a global pandemic that might, in essence actually lead to more economic growth sooner. Yeah. But no, I'm trying to make a quick buck. But yeah. I'm trying to make a quick buck on a vaccine. Because they only care about their own narrow self-interest of their company. They don't care about whether the entire economy is going good as long as this quarter they're making a fucking buck, right? That's exactly the problem. It's like the minimum wage debate. If you increase the minimum wage for everybody, presumably businesses will have more customers because more people can afford to buy stuff, Right. At the same time, but each individual uh, company will hate it because they have to pay more money for the wages. So they would rather pay their workers less and have everybody else pay their workers more so they can have more customers and have lower labor expenses, right? So these fuckers over here, and I, and I think Bill Gates is doing this for, cult, for basically class war reasons, right? He doesn't want people to get into, the, into their head that you can ever get free shit. That's 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 what's important. That's obvious. Yeah, not not a chance. And and I think it's funny just to illustrate how fucked the system is right now. Even if, and I'm just saying a big big fat if, because you know, even if there was a CEO or executive that cared about the rest of the world and really wanted to give the vaccine for free, they have all of their shareholders who will surely give them calls and tell them how f- fucking angry they are. Yes, that they are so unhappy. How dare you give this vaccine for free? What am I invested in your company for if you're just going to hand out charity. shit for free? Yeah. So that that's even if the executives were nice people, 
they still have a group of people behind them that will surely punish them for being nice. And I'm going to take it a step farther, okay? Even if the executive, the boss, the guy in charge was like, yeah, yeah, no, I want to be a good person. Uh, uh, I'm really good. I mean, we got, what he said, we're going to give it out for free. We got all this positive headlines. Of course, nobody fucking reported when they basically said we're not going to do it, right? So they get all <laughs> the goodwill and they get none of the negative. Will. Even if he said, I'm going to do this. And even if 99% of the stockholders, stakeholders, sorry, stockholders said, yeah, we love you, CEO. We're not going to replace you next season, uh, next, uh, season with a more ruthless CEO that doesn't give a fuck about goodwill, just only cares about money, even if that happens, as long as one motherfucker, okay, who owns a share of the company can sue the company and say, this decision the CEO was making is not conducive to making me as much money as possible. The CEO of the company doesn't have the right to use my investment for his political objectives. He, you can, you can sue a CEO on a derivative lawsuit and say, he must do this policy because it would make me the most money and i'm an investor and that's all i care about ceo will then be his hands will be bound okay and they'll have to go and price up the the vaccine and and this is not to just that's, be that's like all fiduciary duty, right Ryan? Fiduciary, yeah, yeah it's kind of like yeah it's like a fiduciary duty to make as much money uh, as much money for for the stockholders right because that's our that's how because we're living under a, a a model that says corporations should never give a fuck about anything other than making money that's the them are the rules Okay. Yes, and, and this is not to just say, you know, boo-hoo for the poor executives. Oh, yeah. won't, won't ever think about the rich and powerful people. No, this is just to illustrate how fucked the system is yeah. in that even if everyone in the fucking uh, position is all good people, the structure, the way it's set up will still force them or make them to do bad things. Yeah. And I just love how Bill Gates, he's... Man, such a philanthropist. I'm sorry. Can you say it for me, Ryan? Philanthropist or full Thank on you. rapist. Full, yeah. Uh, that's your accusations, not mine. Yeah, that's always a funny joke. Yeah, but but um, Bill Gates, you know, he's such a nice guy. He's always trying to help people in poor countries, but he's not a nice guy. He really is more concerned about increasing his returns on his. That's what this charter school movement is about, right? The whole movement is basically to bust unionized schools who actually pay teachers good salaries and replace it with his fucking uh, cracked uh, charter school system that he just conjured up. You know, so th but this is the problem. Why are we basically saying this one fucking millionaire? gets to decide how vaccines are distributed globally during a pandemic and gets to decide uh, how, how our kids are educated in school. We're basically saying us as us through democracy do not have a decision on how our kids should be educated. And us as a democracy do not have a decision on how vaccines should be going out. out. So this is like there's a fire in the city and the fucking fire department who's privatized says we're only going to prioritize um, – it's like some billionaire buys a fire department says we're only going to get – we're only going to prioritize – um, getting rid of the fires in the rich neighborhoods before the poor neighborhoods, even though if they just did it in a way that was completely equitable, less houses overall would get burnt down. And maybe even less rich houses might even get burned yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, and I think a more accurate uh, yeah. example uh, for this would be more like there's competing fire departments and one of the fire departments gets an exclusive deal to put out all the fires, even though yeah. they only have one fire truck. Okay. So there's just hordes of fire trucks sitting around with water, standing in front of burning houses. It's like, well, we don't have an exclusive deal. We don't have the rights. Yeah. yeah, we don't have the rights. <laughs> That's so true. That's so much better. Just yeah. because there's one person who owns one stock and a couple says, I will sue your ass.
if you even think about fucking with my investment. You know. Yeah, but that's just fantasy, though. In reality, there's a lot more than one person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the people yeah, that have the shares. Them. Yeah, the people that have the shares, they're ghouls. They are more like, how dare you? And yeah. that's what Bill Gates did. He, they, Can you believe this? Guys, I just need to spell this out for you. Oxford was going to give out the vaccine for free so any company anywhere in the world could make the coronavirus vaccine. But Bill Gates was like, hold on, you know, we can't do that. You don't understand. There's all this important. Let me send you a couple uh, thousand pieces of paper that says why this is actually a bad idea. Yeah. Helping, uh, other people, people. Are my consultants. Yeah, yes, my 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 healthcare consultants. And don't pay attention to the fact that I have a large shareholder interest in AstraZeneca. Yeah. Just, that is not. No, please. Obviously, I'm already rich. So why would I make decisions to make yeah. more money? I'm already wealthy. Come on. It's just because of all these complex stuff, you know, the system, the the way pharmaceutical companies work, you know, that's that's why we can't give everyone vaccine. Yeah. Yeah. And so now instead of the vaccine, the coronavirus being under control sooner, now they're just going to prioritize wealthy people in wealthy countries, then the people in the wealthy countries, and then maybe the poor African schlebs in, you know, neo-colonialist countries that maybe they'll get a vaccine two years from now, maybe 2013. Because I mean, 2023. The charity, the charity of richer countries. So what's going to, yeah. And that's, what's even more disgusting about this is that the current, this is what charity is so fucking gross because the price is so high. Developing countries who could have just manufactured it for themselves are not going to be able to, because they can't afford the fucking uh, costs to buy the blueprints or whatever to manufacture it. So what's going to happen instead, much richer nations are going to say, no, oh, peasants, Take a million here and there. I am a great humanitarian. And then everyone in those African, not everyone, but some of yeah. those people in those African countries are like, wow, the United States and those Europeans, I know we have a bad, rough history of doing that, but they gave us all these vaccines for free yeah. because they might not know that, guys, you don't understand, they fought hard as fuck to make sure that those vaccines could not be given out for free so they could give it to you for the goodwill. Yeah, and then they're going to be like, look, our politicians are assholes because they didn't give us any vaccines. At least we got some vaccines from some imperialists, right? Yeah, that's yeah. Insane. this article is beautiful because it yeah. tells you about the problems of capitalism, imperialism. It, oh, man, this is just the perfect article. Yeah, and then it also shows you why Bill Gates is not a nice guy because he's one of those, he's part of that group of people that have become fabulously more wealthy over this pandemic and you have to ask yourself how is a charity a guy running a charity making so much money it's because the charity isn't actually a charity it's more like an excuse to represent his own financial interests yes absolutely it's just an extension of his power right it's just a way for him to control and manipulate the world. I mean, look, this guy's got his hands in so many things, from energy policy to vaccine policy. There's actually other articles that say how he really fucked up a lot of um, uh, health things in the developing world, too, that we could probably get into in the future, just to, in, as a backdrop to talk about it. Man, this is just one billionaire. See, a lot of a lot of our conservative friends will be like, oh, well, that's just Bill Gates, you see. My Bill Gates, a liberal, you know, a horrible guy. He wants communism in a, a yeah. America. Yeah, one of the richest capitalists in the history of the world wants communism, right? And, and that's exactly the problem is that, uh, but they'll think, but, but my billionaire, he, he he's a good billionaire. It's the same way where peasants- He wants to give us good oil drilling jobs in Texas. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> he's yeah. helping us out. He yeah. puts us in those minds and, and he goes to church, you know. Yeah, and he prays to the same God. Allah. I mean, obviously, yeah. this is this is the problem here is that this is the, their king is bad. My king is good. Instead of understanding that maybe maybe the system is the problem. Right. That, that it, yeah. it, it's very funny because it, it brings me back to that meme you sent me where, you know, oh, the problem's not feudalism. It's crony feudalism. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the problem. Is not the king? It's not the, the fact that we have kings. It's that, you know, that king's just a bad king. If you had my king, he's nice. He he lets us have uh, uh, some of our wheat every Christmas. You know, what a nice guy. Yeah, it is funny that this is from like the Kaiser Family Foundation that sponsors this website. It's like people who made their money off health. Uh, some of it they put into this foundation that covers healthcare news. And remember, this is probably more like an industry uh, thing. So it's mostly people in the industry. This is not for uh, peasants. us no. peasants to read, right? Not for us people who are just picking up uh, potato tumors and a marketing horny over some potato tumor. Uh, it, this is for people in the industry to like read it and understand like what's going on. So they God, I, I really hope if there's one thing you come away from this, please listen this deep into the episode just to hear this one article and our discussion yeah, of it because it is just so critical because it just tells you everything wrong. I, yeah. I, I'm still shocked because, it, you know, it's, it's, I, and, it, and it affects all of us. That's what's beautiful yeah. about this article, too, is like, I'm sure some of you are young. I'm young. I want to get slammered. I want to go, you know, talk to young, beautiful ladies, but I can't, and I can't do that freely because there's a pandemic going around. And then also our friends are dying too. You know, our grandparents and friends, I guess that sucks too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, right? It's like, they could have just got rid of this virus. If they just said no patent on it, by the way, they already made billions of dollars. That's what I know. Hold on. This is like, I just want to say like some child doesn't have a father because Bill Gates with his billions of dollars, just, he needed a little bit more, a little bit more. There's children all across the world that their parents drowned in their own lungs, all because he wanted to make the number bigger. Yeah. He wanted to make the number go. Brr. Yes. No. It, it's uh, really, really like just like this article. Unethical. It's just, it's unethical. It's immoral. It's, it's just fucked up. Right. I just don't understand how Bill Gates sleeps tonight, but I guess you know you could probably buy a really all nice that bed. money. Yeah, and all that money. I'm pretty sure he's sleeping. You know, <laughs> I'm sure he's fine. I'm sure in his adrenochrome, uh, inserting bread, a bed. He's see, this is what I like to think. It's like maybe a lot of people don't know exactly what's wrong with our billionaires, but they, they have a hunch of something wrong with Bill Gates. There's like an there's like a instinctive brain part of us that can just tell. You know, they're getting fucked. Right, because it's like okay, I get it. Like he's branded as like, oh, he's the good guy billionaire that helps people. But I feel like I don't see the effects of him doing good things. How, is he really doing that much good? I think it's some some days. You know, like maybe a couple of even year, a couple of episodes back. I think I even brought into the Bill Gates uh, propaganda that he's actually one of the best billionaires. You know, because he's doing something right. Because it's because there's overwhelming money. Okay, this is like broke broke us back into reality. It's because he, he has a lot of money being spent for a PR to make him look like he's a fucking uh, noble um, noble steward of, of capitalism where he's just making yes, the world it, it's like our Elon Musk episode that yeah. is episode 26 for you guys if you want to go back and listen to it the yeah. Elon Musk episode we covered that wealthy people especially billionaires they only want if 
they're only publicly known if they want you to know about them. And when they yeah. want you to know about them, they're not just like, oh, I'm going to go tweet and hope people like me. No, they hire consultants, hordes of consultants, hordes of lawyers, the best and the brightest. They all went to the most prestigious universities. They have hordes of marketing professionals. Yeah, they have whole infrastructures, everything. Yeah. huge infrastructures. Just like they're all – imagine if you had all your smartest friends being paid the most money they could ever get, and all they had to do was sit around, okay, how do we make people like Bill Gates? Yeah, 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 exactly. You know, this is like in the Roman era where when the Roman uh, king would like want people to think that they're magnanimous, would uh, commission a bunch of statues showing them as magnanimous, you know, showing them as like they're giving to charity or they're vanquishing the enemies or they're, you know, beating up uh, all the things. This is exactly the same. It's just a PR is like the modern equivalent to making everybody think that our king is actually, um, you know, that, that's um, why it's weird with Rockefeller and Carnegie, where they're like, you know, oh, you you got to spend your wealth and do it to charity. It's almost like, did they know that, oh, guys, hold on, we can actually trick these people into thinking we're actually really no, good. They did know, they did know 100%. They're, they were not dumb. And they, this will protect capitalism. Yeah, that, that, that whole gospel of wealth of stuff about uh, how rich people should just be spending their money on charity started under the people from the last Gilded Age, not the current one. Where is basically trying to convince people don't support anti-monopolistic practices. Kind of what Bill Gates, why he got into charity too, right? Because because people wanted to break up Microsoft, and he went, no, 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 no. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm a good custodian of this money. I'm actually gonna use it for good. Um, and and what happened was, it, it's funny. Like uh, Bill Gates, he never said that uh, they were. He never agreed that they were right to break up the Microsoft monopoly and punish him. He still to this day is that you can still look up very recent interviews where he's like, he, he's so angry about it. He's like, uh, you know, those regulators, they just don't understand what us smart big brain business people do. They just don't understand. They're stupid. They don't understand economics. Yeah. But, you know, that's why, you know, I'm, I'm in the charity business now. I don't have to worry about that stuff. Yeah, 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 absolutely. That's how they self-justify it, right? But listen, I'm going to be fair. If anybody listening to this, including you, Anthony, and me, and Amara, were billionaires, we'd probably be exactly like them, right? That's the problem with being a billionaire. I mean, you have all this fucking money. You're going to fight tooth and nail to make sure nobody takes it away from you because as human beings, we're like, no, I have 50 bananas. Nobody else will get my bananas. You know, it belongs to me. We just have this instinctive need to never lose anything including property including stuff so we just get completely hyper defensive when it comes to taking something away from and, us. And, and when you achieve something or you get something no matter how you got it if there's something in our brain that's like yeah i deserve this actually yes. i don't just deserve this yes. it's because i'm so bigger brainer that i actually earned this with I all my work, actually. yeah like you could literally get a lottery ticket yeah. and you could get all your money from a lottery uh winning the lottery and you're like well you see, I'll tell you how it did it. It's because I'm just have such a large, large brain, and my penis is so massive. Yeah, my penis is so massive, and that's why I want all this money. How is this how we are as human beings? And it'll happen to anybody if you become rich. You know, that's like that's the thing. It's not about putting the right people in charge, the right billionaires in charge to make the system work. It's about the institution of billionaires. Okay, it's a corrupting institution. As though it's not about having a bad CEO here or there. It's about it's about the structure of companies that corrupts uh, the whole entire process. That's that's just where we are. I think we have one more time for one more episode, uh, one more article, Anthony. And I think yes, much more we, happier, exciting. Yes, we, we we will talk about the uh, rising far right in Germany. 
Yes. Uh, can I just add something real quick? Of course. Mm -hmm. So I think the problem, what you what you guys are trying to say, is not that like billionaires are evil or necessarily or whatever. It's just that the system that allows them to exist to begin with is the problem. Yes. Because human nature yes. is human nature. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's like you, you you put anybody in that position over time, they will fucking become a a really gross. Uh, I mean, I think there's like I think only maybe two billionaires. Okay, I can think about that are a little. I mean, I haven't looked into them too much, but a little bit better. But there's always going to be an outlier, right? You can't you can't yeah. find. You can look at through all of Roman history and say, "Wow, we should probably never have an emperor lead a country because they've always been just killing each other." But you can always find one that was like, "Okay, maybe he was good." And like same with American presidents, ninety nine percent of them are probably horrible. They've committed war crimes, but every now and then there's going to be one that you're like, "Go like, ah, oh, FDR was a cool guy." Well, that way I, I want to say like FDR. It's like I always get that thought. I'm like, "Oh, FDR was so great," but then I'm like, "Oh shoot, he also put all the Japanese people into camps." Oh, geez, why do I always forget about the camps? For recently, recently for me, it was Grant. I was reading Grant's uh, biography, and I was like, "Wow, this guy is such a nice, decent person." And then all of a sudden, he has this huge anti-Semitic episode of his life. <laughs> oh wow, what, what happened? But it's to like, be that to, took to, me by surprise. <laughs> but to his credit, he spent the rest of his life trying to make up for that period. He recognized it was wrong, and at the end of his life, like he kind of, you know, kind of. Apologies. All right, Grant. All right, Grant. Apologist. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm known for. Yeah, and it's funny, Teddy Roosevelt too. It's like you're literally bombarded with like Teddy Roosevelt's the awesome, cool, rough riding badass who gave a speech. Like, oh yeah, got shot, lopping heads off fucking Spanish people, and yeah. and then also the fact that he's a horrible racist, like yeah, so right. horrible that even people at the time are like. Man, Teddy, maybe you should calm down with all that racist stuff you said. Yeah, exactly. It's like, we're racist too, but like this is too much. We, <laughs> you know, we get it. The N-words are more inferior, but you don't have yeah. to say it so hard. You don't have to love it. You don't have yeah. to say it with such vigor. Like, yes, yeah. us, us white men, American men, uh, yeah. we will conquer. That's why God has put us here, to conquer and rule all over everyone else. Yes, yes, but he, he broke up a few companies, so you know, good for yes, him. There you go. He's he's uh, we have to go full tanky on him. <laughs> so, are you guys ready to hear some more depressing news? Yes, let's go. Last article. Okay. <clears throat> so this article was uh in the New York Times. I know how all you lefties love the New York Times. Uh, everyone loves the New York Times, obviously. No controversy there. Anyways, Germany places. Far-right AFD party under surveillance for extremism. This is an article from New York Times written by Katrin Benhold. Berlin. For the first time in post-war history, Germany has placed its main opposition party under surveillance. One of the most dramatic steps yet by a Western democracy to protect itself from the onslaught of far-right forces that have upset politics from Europe to the United States. The decision by the domestic intelligence agency will now allow it to tap phones and other communications and monitor the movements of members of the far-right Alternative for Germany party, which not only sits in the federal parliament, but has also become entrenched at all levels of politics in nearly every part of the nation. It is among the most sweeping efforts yet to deal with the rise of the far-right and neo-Nazi political movements within Western democracies, which are attempting more vigorously to constrain 
ostracize, or even legally prosecute those elements to prevent them from chipping away at the foundations of democratic institutions. News of the move came on the same day that France banned Generation Identity, a militant youth movement considered dangerous for its slick rebranding of neo-Nazi concepts, and lawmakers in the European Parliament in Brussels forced the party of Hungary's semi-authoritarian leader, Viktor Orban, out of the mainstream conservative group. For Germany, the question of how to deal with far right, the far right has particular urgency, an election year that will see Angela Merkel step down after 16 years as chancellor, a tenure which she, she has became a symbol of a Germany that has learned from its Nazi past and opens it, opened itself to refugees seeking shelter from conflict and persecution. The party won 13% of the vote in 2017, two years after Ms. Merkel welcomed over a million refugees into the country. During the pandemic, its support has shrunk to around 10%, but in Germany's former communist East, it still scores twice that. Despite noticeably radicalizing in recent years and closing ranks with neo-Nazis in street rallies, the AFD has pockets of support in state institutions like the police and the military, raising concerns about far-right infiltration at the heart of democracy. AFD lawmakers routinely travel to Russia, where they are hosted at length by the foreign minister. They celebrated President Trump's election and took photos with his ambassador during July 4th celebrations at the American Embassy in Berlin. Stephen K. Bannon met the AFD leader, Jorg Mudith, in 2019. More recently, several AFD members expressed sympathy for the storming of the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. Trump is fighting the same political flight. You have to call it a culture war. As we in the Alternative for Germany are in Germany in opposition, Martin Renner, an AFD lawmaker, wrote on Facebook, the post has since been deleted. At home, AFD leaders accused Muslim immigrants of being criminals, attacked the press, and dismissed the Nazi era as a speck of bird poo in history. It is not the first time that Germany's intelligence agency has placed a political party under observation. In the 1950s, a successor party of the Nazi party was banned by the Constitutional Court, followed by the Communist Party of Germany. More recently, the neo-Nazi National Party of Germany attracted state scrutiny as did members of the far-left left party. Last month, an administrative court in Cologne ruled that the intelligence office, known here as the Federal Office for the Protection of the Constitution, or its German initials, BFV, was allowed to start investigating the AFD for extremism. The agency would not comment on the case of Wednesday, but German officials who requested an anonymity given the ongoing court battle confirmed the decision. Due to ongoing legal proceedings and out of respect for the court, the BFD does not give any public statements on this matter, the intelligence agency said in an emailed statement. In a measure of decision scope and significance, it almost doubles the number of listed suspects of far-right extremism in the state's official database. In last year's intelligence report, the intelligence agency said there were 32,080 individuals suspected of far-right extremism. That number has already included the 8,600 AFD members who belong to Mr. Hoke's radical wing and the party's youth wing. Now another 24,000 AFD members will be added.
Okay, so that's very troubling. All right. I so think- I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you think uh, Nazis becoming popular in Germany is uh, is great? Is that a good thing? Is that bad? Yeah. We- is there any <laughs> historical significance to far right <laughs> parties in everywhere. Germany? Right. You have the far the far right everywhere. This is like a continuous. Tr- trend i mean we, we it's, it's have, a huge trend in europe specifically i feel like. well in the states too we have a bunch of radical yeah. right-wingers coming up too it's, even in latin america look take a look at bolsonaro's regime even in philippines with duterte well it's also hard to tell in america because we're already so right-wing so uh, yeah that's, you know. that's, that's a fair point yeah <laughs> i just think we're just going through a period where mobility is being crushed everywhere by the global elites okay they're just crushing, they're just sucking up because, you know, they need to keep increasing how much money they make every year. So they keep making the economy go brrrr for their stocks. And to do this, they're just reaching into the working class as much as possible and extracting more and more money from them. So that's stopping their working class from getting ahead in most of these countries, right? Because if you're a feudal lord, you don't really give a fuck if your peasants are making more money every year. You care more about if you're making more money every year. It's like, uh, how many of you are listening to this who, who is making money says, oh, I'm glad I'm making money. But maybe I need to make less money so somebody else can make money. You know, <laughs> it, it doesn't even cross your mind. You're not even thinking about that. You're just simply thinking about how much money you make. Now imagine you're a billionaire and you think about how much money you make, right? So you keep pulling out money more and more from the working class. The working class sees everything not working for them. So the demagogues are basically convincing them that you know there's um, minorities are your enemies or or whatever. Actually, it's the Muslims coming into Germany that are stealing yeah. all your jobs and money and yeah. raping your women. Yeah, and sometimes they don't even say that, but that you know, we get the people get the message. Out. Yeah, because it's it's yeah, it's like these people don't care about. First of all, all those rape stats are completely exaggerated, and and they're we can have a whole episode about explaining why they're wrong. Okay, that's been documented very heavily by a lot of bread tubers. Uh, I think three hours does a good job on this. Mm-hmm. But, but I think what's important to know here is that um, it's like these people don't even care about rape. Okay, they only care when another tribe, what they perceive as another tribe, uh, raping their tribe. Okay, then they care. It's like all those people in America who dismiss any a- allegation in college about a woman accusing somebody of rape. They think, oh, ninety-nine percent of it's fake. It's just some woman regretting. That's like how they portray it. But as soon as somebody from a different tribe is accused of raping somebody in their tribe, all of a sudden they really care about it. Right? It's not 100%. about rape. It's it's not about rape. It's about them seeing their honor being besmirched when it's their own tribe doing it. It's like, shut the fuck up. You know, you're probably making up and you're probably confused. But if it's another tribe, it's like, we know 100% they're doing it. Even though, you know, it's 100% happening. Our honor is being besmirched. You know, this is why uh, we've been, society has been using other tribe coming into your tribe, raping your woman as a way to um, terrify us for centuries. You can see it in most propaganda for like why we need to worry about the enemies. Like you remember, very- I mean, the, the classic image from Nazi Germany is the Jew yeah. grabbing a nice, beautiful, young Aryan woman, a German woman. Yeah, yes. How dare he? Yeah. And in the same that's, thing, that's, that's, that's the reason that marijuana was banned in America. It was, it was like Mexicans yeah, yeah. are smoking weed and raping white women. We need to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. And, 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 and I love this story. Right. Like, uh, oh, what's his name? Bill Burr uh, made a comment on it about how, like, uh, you know, back in the day, a white woman could just, you know, cheat on her husband and fuck a black guy, and then she could go out when she got caught and be like, no, 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 he raped me, and they're like, all right, let's get this fucker. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. And that would happen a lot of times. And the truth is, is that this he this idea of mostly mostly catering to the sense of honor people have about their tribes and then using something like a woman and saying that, oh look, they're being raped by somebody else has always been used. Look at the Hans uh, during World War One, the Americans portraying the, the Germans as Hans, and they're basically running around raping a European woman, right? Like there's some kind of like Attila, they're like they're Attila, they're like Attila the Hun coming in and finishing the job. They did the same thing in America. They're like the Yellow Peril. The Chinese are coming in and raping white women. They did the same thing now in Germany, where it's like, oh, it's these Syrians who they say refugees. You know that very disgusting term uh, to describe them. It's just it's always been the way you piss off your tribe about another tribe. Um, doing anything or to get them genned up to start fighting the other tribe it's, it's like the perfect uh example of who was that swimmer uh who raped a girl behind a dumpster and only got two yeah. months yes uh what, what was that uh, guy dude, right in yeah, college yeah. yes god this is not good that i don't remember his name it's like a meme yeah, uh, I, 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 his I, name. yeah it was a couple of years ago on i'm uh i'm scrolling i'm getting his name right now it is. So. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, I think it was set up. Okay. I just, I think this is a good place to basically stop the episode <laughs> for today. I know it's on. I think we out of steam there with the, with the rape stuff. Yeah. I think we wanted to probably end something a little bit lighter, but I do think it's important yeah, that's true. to think about how. Uh, uh, Brock Turner, by the way. It's Brock Turner. Go. That's there you go. Yeah. But, you know, the judge had said, you know, boys will be boys. Why let 15 minutes ruin, uh, you know, this co- kid's whole career? I guarantee you, if he was a black kid from a poor oh. neighborhood, I don't think the judge would have felt, oh, why ruin this black kid's entire life? No, no. Over it's just one yeah. little experience. It's when our tribe does it, uh, you know, oh, who knows what really happened? Uh, you know, we need to really question the woman. They have a small brain. They're hysterical. You know how women are. They probably don't know when, what really happened that night. You know, when it's another tribe. She, she, she was drunk. She was drunk, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. She was dressed, uh, dressed in a scandalous way. She deserved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just your yes. typical. Your t- yeah. Anyways. So, so Nazis are, Nazism is on the rise in Germany. So. Yeah. You know, if uh, if you guys don't already have some type of anxiety disorder over this past couple of years, you know, <laughs> here you go. Here's something else to. I was like, please think don't about. say days. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I think I think this is just the the real reason why what we're basically trying to get at is not to feel anxious about things you can't control. That's not the right message. I think it just it's to basically tell you the listeners and uh, to our my fellow. It's co-host, important to care about it, politics. It's important to care about politics. It's important to uh, keep listening to our podcast. It, it's important to um, push for organizing policies that will actually help people. Because when things are starting to fall apart, we can see society deteriorating, and that's not healthy. We need to rebuild society and make it much healthier. And that means, you know, we need to we need to have money recycled into more people's hands. We need to have power more distributed uh, equ- equitably, giving more people power over their own lives. We can't just hand it over to a bunch of uh, philosopher kings and hope that they just do the right thing with this power. You know, that's just not going to work. And never does. Head, yeah, never does. We can put our heads in the sand. We can just say, well, I, it doesn't affect me. I, I'm above this. I don't need to care about this. I'm in a unique position where it doesn't bother me. It will bother you eventually. Just like our Anthony said, COVID is affecting your life too. And with that cheery message, we'll have a much funner, funner episode, uh, episode next week. Uh, at least we'll try to. Hopefully nothing <laughs> up happens. 
Just remember, guys, follow us on our Twitter at Real Big Brain. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, Big Brain Chungus. And please send us an email at bigbrainchungus at gmail.com. We want to hear your comments. Just shout them out. I, I want to hear the hate. Please, just the good stuff and the bad. Mostly the send, good stuff. Send, send all the hate mail our way. We love it. Yes. <laughs> all right, and everybody. If you want to be a guest, you know, feel free to reach out. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll have you on, even if you're just a person who listens to the podcast. You don't, don't let that, don't, don't be shy. We'll love to have you on. We'll have a nice discussion. We're trying to be uh, egalitarian here, right? Yeah. All right. I just can't wait until we get big enough and we can start like doing the eyeballs of Taking out help that other help other leftist communities, but right now we need that help. <laughs> <laughs> All right, catch you all next week. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Peace.